0: Hello there, bookworms. Welcome to the Library Card Podcast. Every Monday, let's explore the library's exciting realms of fantasy, romance, sci-fi, fiction, nonfiction, and more. I'll bring you author interviews, book ratings, and personalized recommendations to guide you on your reading journey. Don't miss out on the official book club on Fridays and Potterwatch on Saturdays. This podcast will dive into fan conspiracies, fan hit canons, favorite couples, book reviews, recommendations, and the best fan fiction. As a podcast producer since 2020, I've been crafting this community to be your perfect reading companion. For Spanish speakers, catch the podcast Tarjeta de Biblioteca. Get ready to dive into the wonderful world of books. Can't wait to read with you next time. Hello, my dears, and welcome back to the Library Card Podcast. I'm your host, Val, and for episode two of your favorite bookish podcast, I've got a great recommendation for you for your next read: Romancing Mr. Bridgerton by Julia Quinn. With season three of Bridgerton on the horizon, I highly suggest that everyone eagerly awaiting the new season should dive into the book. Now, for those who might not know, This book is actually the fourth in the series. But Shonda Rhimes and her team chose to focus on Colin and Penn's story because they're already established characters on the show. It would have been a little weird if they had skipped over them because they hadn't even introduced Sophie anyways. Their story has my most beloved tropes. From friends to lovers to unrequited love. Let me tell you. I've been shipping Penn and Colin since day one. I distinctly remember the moment it happened. Back in 2020, when Bridgerton first aired, there's this scene on the very first vol, on the very first episode. It's around the 18-minute mark. Penelope's gaze locks onto Colin as he dances in the distance. And that look of longing sealed the deal for me. From that moment on, through season one and season two, I've been rooting for this couple. And let me tell you, that look alone convinced me they were meant to be, even before I read the book. Their book is a swoon-worthy romance set in Regency-era England. Penelope has been in the marriage market for over a decade and officially labeled a spinster. Colin just got back from his travels, and he's going through a bit of an existential crisis. Being the third son with a big fortune and no clue on what to do with himself, Colin is struggling to figure out his path. Meanwhile, Penn's main hustle is her undercover job as Lady Whistledown, the town gossip. Things get really spicy when Lady Danbury challenges the ton to uncover Lady Whistledown's identity. Penelope considers quitting, but fate always has other plans, especially when her longtime nemesis, Cressida Cowper, starts snooping around. This book is packed with drama, mix up, romance, and some serious, steamy scenes. When this story kicks off, Penelope secretly loves Colin, while he has only seen her as a friend. As they embark on a journey from platonic friendship to passionate romance, Penelope takes the spotlight as both the heroine of the story and the anti-hero, as Lady Whistledown. Colin Bridgerton, once clueless about Penelope's feeling, starts to see her in a new light. As the story progresses, their journey from friendship to romance, it's captivating. It's a tale of love, journeying, and ultimately, finding fulfillment. I'm gonna get real here. As much as I adore this book, it does feel a bit dated since it was published back in 2002. There are a couple of things that I'm really hoping Shonda and her new showrunner, Jess Brownwell, will shake up in the adaptation. First off, let's talk about that first kiss. Some might see it as romantic, but for me, it was just awkward and cringe. Reading Penelope practically begging Colin to kiss her as a favor? Ugh. Sure. Colin realized his feelings during the kiss, but I'd much prefer to see him come to that realization on his own and then share the kiss. Also, Penelope needs to speak up more and make decisions for herself, especially when it comes to her work as Lady Whistledown. It was so frustrating to see her feeling ashamed of her writing because she was worried Colin might be embarrassed of her. I get that it's real later that he's just jealous that she has a purpose in a career, but I wish she just assert herself and say, "Hey, I'm Lady. Dis- I'm Lady Whistledown. You gotta deal with it." Also, I think something that I really loved about the sneak peek of season three is that recently was shared by Netflix, the main actress that plays Penelope, Nicola Cochran. She said that. Colin needs to come down from that pedestal Penn has him on, and honestly, agreed, 100%, she needs to do that. The last thing I really wish they're going to change is that I don't want them to reveal that Penn is Lady Whistledown just yet. I mean, let's be honest, Julie Andrews is fabulous as a voiceover, and it's just too good to lose. And personally, I missed having Lady Whistledown's presence in the rest of the Bridgerton books. There's just something about having Lady Whistledown when Eloise escaped to the country to meet Sir Philip. Or when Francesca got remarried. When Hyacinth was courting Lady Denver's nephew. Imagine Lady Whistledown talking about Gregory stopping Lucy's wedding. That was Epic. I would have loved to seen that in Whistledown, and it didn't happen because they revealed her. So no, let's keep Lady Whistledown until the end. Just like in Gossip Girl, when they revealed Dan was Gossip Girl, which, ew, but whatever. That's another topic. Here are my favorite parts of this book. They're made cute It's just adorable. I mean, what is more romantic than accidentally hitting the man of your dreams in the face with your bonnet causing him to fall off his horse. Instead of getting mad, he just burst out into laughter. It was pure gold. Also, the scene where they first get intimate is handled with such care and respect. I don't want to spoil it for you, and I want to keep this podcast PG-13, but what I love most is is the emphasis on consent, concern for each other's comfort, and ensuring both partners are enjoying themselves. I think something that's really not shown on the show that I miss from the books is Penelope's kindness toward other people, especially during the Smythe Smith musical. And how as Lady Whistledown, she only dishes dirt on people who deserve it, like that awful Cressida Cowper. I am all about how Penn and Colin's story mirrors Violet and Edmund. Colin is the confident extrovert like his dad, and Penelope is the woolflower introvert girl, like Violet. And the friendships in this book are so adorable. The bond between Lady Danbury and Penelope is one of my favorite things about this book. Lady Danbury not only boosts, Pen- boosts Pen's confidence, but also looks out for her, like family. Older friends just have a way of taking care of you. Like no one else can. I really hope everybody reads this book. And I hope that people that are going to watch season 3 read this book. Because I understand that for dramatic purposes. They have to change and flesh out characters for the show. But I honestly sometimes feel like they make Penn a little bit mean on the show. And she's really not a mean person. And honestly the way that they changed on how Lady Whistledown was created. I mean, they might introduce that in season three. I don't know. But the way that Penn explains how she became down on the book is actually so nice and so interesting because, you know, she went on the marriage mart a year earlier than she would have hoped. So she was a stone heavier and she was just really awkward and weird. So one day after an awful time at some ball, she comes home and she starts just writing when she wrote the first time it was really just to kind of it was like a therapy kind of way because she was just writing for herself all of her frustrations and everything that happened on the ball and then just so happens that one of her father's solicitors um when she went to the chamber pot read the paper and then He's like, you know what, girl, let's get this published. Let's split 50-50. I can help you. And they started going and he supports her. And as the time period when a woman is not supposed to work, having a person that's going to be there for you and help you, especially because in the book, you see that Portia, Penelope's mother, is thinking, well, she's not going to get married. We're going to live together and she's going to take care of me. And Penelope's thinking, well, I have all of this money. I'm gonna get myself my own house and keep home. And why do I gotta take care of my mother even if I don't get married? She's a little entrepreneur and she starts her business. In the show, I don't know how they're gonna handle her money yet. But in the book, Penelope, with the help of that solicitor, which we never find out the name of, by the way, she decides that when an aunt of her mother's dies, She's gonna use that opportunity to give like half of her money or a big portion of what she's made as whistle down to her family. Big portion of her money comes down to her mom as inheritance from that aunt that died. So, in the show, they don't really show it, but in the book, you can see that Penelope is very giving and she loves her family and she supports them. And I feel like that's something that should be done in the show as well. Because right now, as we know, the Featheringtons are struggling financially. So she could probably just try to figure out a way to give her family money. And I understand that in the book, her family, they're really mean. But at the same time, in this sneak peek, they say that there's going to be some family moments. Because they are a family and they do love each other. I want to see how they do that. Because... In the book just it feels like Penny's a little nicer and kinder and in the show she's more of Lady Whistledown. But I don't know. We'll see how that turns out when the season comes out. Well, it's time it's that time of the podcast. I hope you had a blast listening to this episode and that you're excited to dive into the book. Let's keep the conversation going over on social media. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok as Library Card Podcast. I look forward to reading with you next time. For all you pop culture enthusiasts, check out our sister podcast, The Daily Fan Mail, covering the latest TV shows, movies, and streaming. Thanks for joining me on this captivating journey today. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to go on more reading adventures with me, make sure to tune in next time. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.